episode seven. I want to make sure I thank everybody out there again for listening, tuning in, and just making this so much fun to do. And uh, turn on those alarms if you want to know when my new videos are popping up. Uh, if not, just click the subscribe button, and I appreciate it very much. It keeps this thing going. It uh, just helps me keep moving it forward. Um, so I appreciate everybody who is subscribing, and uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, so I was out for my morning run this morning, and I was just thinking, I use my morning run to escape from my phone, technology, um, everything. So when I go out running, I go without my phone, no music, no podcast. I just kind of want to be lost in my own thoughts for that whopping 15 minutes. But uh, at least I'm out, I'm running, I'm trying to keep healthy. So, but I, I do a lot of thinking when I'm out there. And uh, lately it's been more of about what I'm going to talk about because uh, I'm just looking for uh, stuff to talk about besides my stories and my uh, my hardships, stuff like that. I'm looking for other things to hopefully help people through uh, the rest of this pandemic. Um, it does seem like Maybe there's some light at the end of this tunnel. I don't know, uh, but we need to uh, really work on our well-beings. Uh, that's something that I have been working on now for, well, uh, last two years now has been quite the struggle uh, for me personally, health-wise. Um, and these are just some of the things I was thinking about this morning when I was up there running. Uh, so I hope you enjoy, you know, being healthy is more than just eating what they say or taking the proper multivitamins, you know, exercising, all of that stuff is going to help you stay healthy. But being healthy, um, is more of a lifestyle, I think, than just something you're going to try out and possibly just do. Um, about two years ago now, I was getting an excruciating pain um, in my lower back. Um, it was not my spine. It was actually uh, like towards the hip, uh, down in that area on the right side of my body. I kept getting this excruciating like needles driving through me and it would happen at a point like if I was shopping in a store I would it would hit me and it would literally drop me to my knees and I just had no idea what was going on I have been dealing with this pain for at least four years I put it off I was like oh it's nothing um, you know after I would go to the bathroom the pain would go away so I was like, oh, I just have to go to the bathroom and I would do that and the pain would go away, but then it would come back, um, you know, days later, week later, month later, it was very random. And so because of this, uh, I 
I got into a position where it was affecting how uh, I was doing jujitsu. It was affecting uh, my my everyday life. It kept getting worse. Uh, it was more frequent. Um, and I finally just got fed up with it. And I ended up making an appointment with my doctor, talked to him. And uh, he was like, okay, so it seems like you need to go talk to a gastrologist. So I made an appointment with a gastrologist and then we went through my, uh, actually we went through my diet, but mostly because I was bringing it up and I feel like whenever I was talking to my doctors, the one thing they would never ask is what do I eat? What do you know? How much are you eating? They always ask you if you're drinking if you're smoking, if you're doing fucking pills or popping, you know, drugs, whatever, they always ask you that stuff, but they never say, Hey, do you go running in the morning? Are you exercising on the regular? Uh, what are you eating? You know? Uh, cause at the time I was eating complete garbage. I mean, my diet was awful. I was eating, well, one, I was getting off of alcohol because I'm coming up September, I believe is four years. Um, and now, um, this is two and a half, right? Nope. Two and a half years ago, maybe two years ago, somewhere around there. <clears throat> Sorry about the timeline. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm having this horrible diet. I mean, I'm eating five pound bags of Swedish fish just to fight the craving of alcohol that I was getting at the time, I would just pound my body with sugar. And they eventually do tell me that they don't think it was the sugar that caused this problem, but I think it was the poor diet along with way too much sugar and just way too much of everything. I just would, I mean, you open a bag, I got to finish the bag. I can't just take one serving <clears throat> out of the bag. And I do have to say, I think the most ridiculous thing that we have is when you buy one of those protein bars and then you pop it open and you eat it and then you look at the back. Granted, you should probably look at the back first, but why is it two servings per bar if they're selling you one bar? Just sell me a damn serving. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why they have to put a candy bar as two servings. Like if it's a protein bar or something, it should be one serving, not two. I'm buying it because I want to eat that one bar, but now you're telling me I'm eating two of them. So anyways, that's just my own thing. Uh, it, it irritates me. And uh, so now uh, they're not asking me about my diet, really. The gastrologist gets more into it than my doctor or any other doctor that I've ever spoken with. I mean, just going in for a checkup, they never ask you what you're eating, how you, you know, nothing. Nothing. It's always, have you been drinking? You smoking? Uh, do you have pain when you breathe? You know, just, just that stuff. But they never ask us what we're eating. And I don't know if this goes for anybody else, but for me, my doctors never ask me. So now I'm speaking with the gastrologist and we're going over a bunch of stuff. I got to do this uh, test. It, it You breathe into um, a tube. You have to go to an appointment and you sit there for like two, three hours and for an hour, 
they go in and out in 10 minute increments and bring you this tube with a little bag attached to it. You breathe into it. They bring it back. They throw that in the lab and then they keep testing you for that solid hour. I don't remember if I was fasting or not. I think I was. And so now they're doing this and what they're doing is, is they're checking the bacteria in my intestines uh, because there's a possibility of leaky gut where all the stuff that's in your upper intestine is never supposed to make it into the lower intestine. I believe I'm correct. Um, and what happens is, is there's a, a, a hole in the lining and it causes all that bad shit to leak out into the lower intestine instead of being digested properly. And when it gets into the lower intestine, where it's not supposed to be, it causes complications. Constipation being one of them. So, um, I'm talking to this guy, and we're going over all this stuff. And, you know, I'm still getting the pains. Uh, we're doing the test. And now, uh, I finish up the test, and I leave. And it turns out that I have a ton of bad bacteria in the lower intestine. I do not know how accurate this test is. I never looked it up. I just, I kind of just do what the doctors say. I don't go to WebMD. I don't go online for symptoms. I don't do any of that stuff. I listen to my professionals. Um, and because at the end of the day, I believe that we're paying them for a reason. And I believe that they're going to take the best care of me as possible. I know that's kind of naive today, but I feel like when I go online, all I do is ramp up my anxiety because every symptom's linked to something that will kill you. So it's just one of those things where I do not indulge in too much information when I'm already talking to the doctors. Hey. Talking with Topher here. Want to tell you about Natural Boss. You can find the website. It's at naturalbossnh.com. So that's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Uh, go and check them out. They have wonderful products. I uh, want to tell you a little bit about them. Um, so New Hampshire native. Alicia Rainville was raised in a great north woods and has spent countless hours outdoors in all seasons. The daughter of a woodsman and an Avon lady, she lovingly blames her obsession with natural po potions on her parents. After achieving two business degrees, then feeling completely dissatisfied and deflated by corporation life, Natural Boss was born. Alicia is a mother, home herbalist and a ski instructor and a marketing consultant so she has put together an amazing hand sanitizer i've said it a bunch of times this stuff is great i love the fact that it makes my skin feel nice and smooth after i put it on instead of having that tackiness that a lot of the other ones that you get at the dollar store or Walmart, they leave your hands feeling tacky. You stick to your steering wheel. And now we have to wash our hands every time we leave the store. So 
this stuff is amazing put that up for you hope you can see that natural boss and like I said you just go right ahead and squirt that on the hand rub it in and it is a wonderful product leaving my hands feeling silky smooth and disinfected so again this is natural boss and you can find them at naturalbossnh.com talk to you later at like one maybe two o'clock in the afternoon and I, I i had to finish up what i was doing because i was running around doing errands and i literally drove myself to the er and because i just couldn't take the fucking pain anymore so now i'm at the er and i get there around two my wife gets there around three uh you know, I'm supposed to be somewhere at like 7 o'clock at night, and now I'm sitting in the ER. And I sat there until 9 p.m. And it was a long, it was a long afternoon. So now we're sitting there. We finally get accepted in. It's like 9, 10 o'clock at night, and now we're doing an MRI. So we do an MRI. I'm still in, I'm still in pain. I can't, I haven't gone to the bathroom. I can't go to the bathroom. And I'm hoping that they're going to find something miraculous and be like, oh, look at this. We found a, you know, a problem. We'll cut you open. We'll take care of it. We're done. No, no, it was not that. No, I sat around in that place for over eight hours, had an MRI done to find out that I was extremely constipated. Very disappointing. So now uh, I'm backed up. They're telling me to do the laxatives. Uh, I go back and uh, see my gastrologist after all this happens and now we're getting into a point where we're coming up with, he's coming up with a plan to help my gut. Um, so they said I have a leaky gut, which I already explained a little bit. You can look it up more if you uh, still have questions or maybe you're feeling the same symptoms, uh, but definitely look it up. Don't take my word for it. I'm a little choppy with information most of the time. Uh, so now uh, I go back and I see him and he tells me that everything that I'm doing needs to change. And he hands me this pamphlet and it's the F-O-D-M-A-P diet. So FOD MAP diet. And this eliminates glucose, fructose, all your syrups, your sugars, I mean, even certain fruits I can't have anymore because they're too sugar-based. And when I said, hey, this diet, it seems to be cutting out all sugar, all glucose, breads, everything. So was it the sugar that I was intaking what caused this issue? And he told me, no, I still don't believe him today. I, I just don't. When I'm sitting there eating a five-pound bag of Swedish fish with Cadbury mini eggs and Kit Kats, and I'm just down in chocolate. There's no soda, but it's a shit ton of chocolate. And then I'm like, oh, I'm having a water. You know what I mean? So I truthfully do believe that my poor diet caused my symptoms, but it just took years to destroy my system. Now, I might be wrong, but... Unless somebody can tell me what actually causes leaky gut, 
and they don't really have a cause of leaky gut so I just blame all the sugar I was putting into my body probably along with all the alcohol because if you do not know this if you are trying to get off of alcohol and you're having a hard time one of the best things to do and I'm not recommending this for all day every day but sugar intake if you up it will actually trick your brain it it, I don't know what it is, but something about sugar, the content, you, I eat that, and it would shut, shut my alcohol down. As soon as I got a ton of sugar in my body, my brain was like, oh, I feel really good. I don't need a drink. You just did that, right? So it kind of tricked it for me. I don't know if that works for everybody, but give it a shot if you're having some trouble. It may not be the best thing for your diet, but it's a nice substitute where you don't have to give back into your uh, old ways, your habits. Um, take away that comfort zone by having a sugary treat instead of a drink. Um, they have non-alcoholic uh, uh, kabuchas out there. Um, I, I, I really do enjoy those. They have a good amount of sugar in them, which helps shut that down. And they are uh, non-alcoholic based, so they don't have the same type of fermentation. But we have all pretty much found out that kubacha, kombucha is one of those things where it has a ton of sugar in it. And if you drink it, only like 1-2%, if that, of the stuff that is supposed to make it down there and clean out the bacteria and be healthy for your stomach that stuff actually just like never makes it there. So you drink it, you think you're being good for your gut, and 1% is probably making it to your gut, having like no impact whatsoever. So basically it's just a sugary drink anyways. Um, so if you're looking for a substitute to try and trick the brain, I always, always, still to this day, use sugar. Um, and that just helps me tremendously and I hope that works for you um, so but yeah so I'm on the FODMAT diet and now uh, I've got to write in a journal so now I not only do I have to change my diet I have to do something that I never do which is write down every item of food liquid that's going into my body what the time was I do a day-by-day -day journal write down all my time so I had two of these composition notebooks these things two of them and I had them full of 11 months worth of food times I was eating how my movements were how much weight I was losing in between my movements color I mean just everything and I had to write this down for 11 months and follow this FODMAP diet 100%. It was definitely one of the most challenging things I've gone through um, because I've never really thought about my food. I just eat. I'm not even a person that cares about what goes into it or my wife gets so upset with me because she'll make like this beautiful dinner and she's a great cook I mean she's really good at it and 
she's telling me all about this stuff and I just look at her and I go, it's delicious. And she's like, you got nothing else to say. And I go, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's delicious. I love it. It's really good. But as for anything else, <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. I just, I'm not a foodie. So I would just eat because I was hungry or I ate just because I was bored. Um, so what I was eating was, you know, I mean, when I was in my 20s, I was eating corn dogs and frozen shit. So it did, it just doesn't matter to me. I was just eating to eat. Um, I never really paid attention to eating properly, uh, using food to, you know, build my uh, immune system or build my muscle system. I never looked at it that way. Not until two, three years ago did I start looking at food as a actual tool to improve my body. And so, um, I, I just, I had to do all this now. Um, uh, 11 months goes by. I'm super pumped. I'm feeling a thousand times better. I don't get the pain anymore. Um, it, it, every now and then I'll get a little bit of a pain, but that's just cause I've held my bladder too long. Um, so that's something that, you know, I still need to work on. I, have this problem where if I'm in the middle of doing something, I literally do not want to stop doing that thing until it's done. And if I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of it, I, I will try to put it off as long as I can to try and get the project done. I do the same thing with eating. If I'm in a project, I just like to get the project done. It's so much easier to do it that way. So now 11 months later, I. Uh, Passing my journals, uh, I talked to my gastrologist. Of course, we talked multiple times over this uh, course of time. And then uh, he tells me, all right, so it seems like I've beat the leaky gut. Now I have permission to, every now and then, indulge in something that I used to love. I'm also told that if I want to start getting back into foods that I, I enjoyed, that the best thing to do is, is add the food in, try it out for three days. He always said three days. He's like, if you eat it and you immediately get symptoms, figure out what the symptoms are, good or bad, and then choose whether or not to eat that. Some foods you would need to eat two to three times before your body would actually get affected and it would tell you this is bad or this is good. So I was like, okay. And I started doing all this stuff and I actually found out that my body hates sweet potatoes. It was so upsetting because sweet potatoes are supposed to be like super good for you. Those are the potatoes that uh, are recommended if you're trying to get off of the white potato. And it's supposed to be just high in, in, in all kinds of stuff. Maybe antioxidants. Not sure. Uh, like I said, bad with info. And uh, But I, I can't eat them. I went to eat a potato, a sweet potato, and my stomach blew up like it had a balloon in it. I was gassy as all hell, but if I eat a regular white potato, I'm fine. So certain things like that, when when everybody's telling you, uh, eat this, eat this, eat this, this is what's healthy, this is what's healthy, it may be true that the item is healthy, but does your body accept that? Is it healthy for you? So I've learned uh, with all of this that 
If there's something that I miss, I'll slowly introduce it into my diet again. And if I start getting bad symptoms or I get super gassy and stuff like that, then I just, I stop taking it. Um, it's just, it's not good for me. So, and, and these are things I've learned, especially speaking with my gastrologist that um, being gassy and farting all the time and just eating something and being like, oh, well, this always makes me gassy. That's actually a sign of your body kind of rejecting stuff. Like, yeah, you're going to be gassy. We all are. We're, we're going to release gas. But I have found out through all this trial and error that being extremely gassy is a sign of bad digestion and your body wanting to get rid of something that's not supposed to be there. So now when I eat something, I wait to see if I'm going to be super gassy because if I'm super, super gassy from it, then I don't need to eat it anymore because it's, it's, it's showing me that my body is like, this needs to go, get it out now. This is causing just too much buildup in here and it's not going to do what you want it to. So um, because of that, I have, you know, taken more notice into things that I introduce into my body. And if it's fucking me up, I 86 it and get it out of there. Um, so it was really good to go through all of this. Uh, definitely cost an arm and a leg, even with insurance. Uh, hospitals are just not cheap and tests are just super expensive. But so this is just, you know, food for thought. If you're out there and you're having some gastral problems, uh, any type of stuff like that, uh, check out the FODMAP diet. Um, you know, talk to your doctor. Uh, that's a that's the one thing I do recommend uh, 100% is always talk to your doctor. See what they have to say about it before you start looking all this stuff up online and scaring yourself. Topher here. Want to tell you about New Hampshire Vape Gallery. This vape shop is great. Uh, they are located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and between Home Depot and Smoke Rings. Uh, if you are looking for disposables, this place has it. They have one of the widest selections I've ever seen in disposables. I mean, they got we got the Rise Bars. We got pop bars you know well you need a sidebar i got a sidebar for you made by salt bay one of the most popular e-juices out there and they finally put their product in a disposable and we got them so if you are looking for disposables and these things are delicious hit real nice smooth We've got all your disposables. So again, it's New Hampshire Vape Gallery, Seabrook, New Hampshire, 180 Lafayette Road, in between Home Depot and Smoke Rings. You can also give them a call, 603-814-4171. Talk to you later. BJ's, TJ's, Walmart, I've got meat from all of them. Uh, some are much better than others, uh, but... I do kind of just grab wherever I can right now. That seems to be the way it is. Um, my my parents introduced me to this place uh, in Salem called McKinnon's. And it is 
an amazing butcher shop. It's like a little supermarket in Salem, New Hampshire, and it is phenomenal. We go there now more than anywhere. They have all the meat. They take, they don't make blends like what I'm used to. I'm used to an 88-12. I like it a little lean, but still a little bit of flavor with the fat. And, uh, but they're great because I say, hey, I want two and a half pounds of this and two and a half pounds of that. And then I can bring it home and I mix it up and I make my blend. It's more, I think they, they got me more around like a, uh, like an 89. I think I'm about an 89.11 with them. But it's great. It's got the right amount of fat in it. It's got the right amount of lean in it. So it's just a really nice meat. Their, their steaks are amazing. So we'll buy you know, uh, at least a hundred bucks worth of meat from them, uh, probably every two weeks. And that is basically my main portion. My, my main thing in my diet is meat. I eat a shit ton of it all day, every day. It's nothing but like beef patties with cheese or steak. And then of course I have my leafy greens. Um, and then I always add in, uh, like a potato. Um, I love, you know, baked potatoes, mashed potatoes. We do, you know, uh, non-oiled uh, like fries. You can get frozen fries that don't have a lot of shit on them and no seasonings. Um, I stay away from a lot of that stuff. I think they kill the flavor of the food. Um, call me crazy, but uh, I guess that's what I tell myself because if I eat that stuff, I am just in excruciating pain. It does not go well with my gut. So I guess I tell myself that it's better without it, but I really do believe it is. Um, so, and that, that's my, that's my basic meals, like my main meals for the day. Of course I have like, you know, whatever, uh, oranges, uh, you know, little pieces of cheese here and there. I love pineapple. Pineapple agrees with me. So I get a fresh pineapple and cut that up and put it in little containers for the week. Uh, just all kinds of stuff like that. But I've also kept everything at a serving now. Um, I don't overindulge anymore. If the package says this is how many pieces is a serving, I'll literally cut up, count out those pieces and I'll eat that. And so this is my everyday routine now. Uh, it's just one of those things I had to bring into my life in order for my body not to be hurting. Um, you know, same goes with everything I do. Um, running has been great. My legs have, I've, I've never felt them so strong. This is crazy to me. Uh, I've been walking around on little toothpicks forever and running for four weeks well three weeks i missed a week because of fasting so three weeks now uh as of today and it, it's a game changer my legs feel stronger i can squat better i'm just everything is just getting better the more i work on it it's a slow progress i'm not one of the people that jumps out there and like starts running 5Ks, which I found out is only 3.3 miles. I thought it was so much longer than that. When you say 5K, it sounds so much longer, doesn't it? Um, so I found that to be humorous. But I, I, running a mile and a half every day, there's a lot of people out there that can't or won't even do that. And so I, I just feel if it's making me feel better, then 
I'm just going to keep doing it the way I do it. I like to slowly get into things. Everything is, uh, I just take my time with everything or I procrastinate and stretch it out, you know, uh, probably like a lot of us do. So, and then the other thing I do for uh, my health is I supplement. I supplement a lot. Uh, I have uh, like my vitamin C. I take that every morning. Um, I also take my multivitamins. Um, I use a uh, gluten-free, uh, dairy-free, milk-free uh, gummy drops. Um, they're great. They're definitely more expensive, but I don't like taking any compressed pill that has any type of a bonding agent in it. And I don't care if they say it dissolves in water. I've put them in water and I've watched them not fully dissolve. So if they're not gonna fully dissolve in water, then they're not gonna fully dissolve in your body. And that's one of the problems with multivitamins is that you take the multivitamin, it's a hard compressed pill, you eat it. It dissolves maybe half of it in your stomach. And then the other half can be sitting there for the entire day. Now you wake up and you take your another multivitamin. That one dissolves halfway. And now you have two halves that are just sitting in your stomach doing nothing, just sitting there. And you can actually get sick from it. It can cause issues. Bonding agents and pills are, I don't care what they say. I don't think they're meant to be digested, period. Um, I might be wrong, I don't know but I don't care. So I eat a gum, I eat the gummies. Um, every pill I take is a gel tab. Um, and if I do take any type of, uh, compressed, like heart, it's a, it's a chewable or, uh, it's, it, my B12, for example, is a little tiny red pill. I used to inject it. I used to inject HCG and to build up my testosterone. Um, and also, uh, I injected B12 to help get me off of, uh, Wellbutrin, um, cause I was on it for over 20 years. And so when I started doing this, uh, I mean, my mood was boosted. I was booming. So now, um, I don't inject anything anymore, not because I don't want to, but because it's very expensive. I believe it was about $400 a month. Uh, just for those two supplements. So I backed off on those and I get a B12 from uh, Trader Joe's. It's 1200 milligram and it's a little red tablet and it goes underneath your tongue. It's got a little bit of milk in it, which I do try to stay away from, but I haven't seen any problems. It's a little tiny thing. It dissolves under my tongue and then it's gone and I do this every morning no buildup of the milk, no problems with digestion. So I did take it with a grain of salt and I've come to find out it's perfectly fine for me. Um, and then I also take a turmeric or is it tur, 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 turmeric, turmeric, maybe it's turmeric. I don't know. I'll keep working on it. Um, but I take that as well. That's supposed to be really good for helping digestion. Um, I also take a lot of vitamin D right now. I'm anywhere from three to 5,000, um, on my vitamin D because of the coronavirus. Uh, there was, uh, said, you know, people talking about vitamin D being very good for you. Um, 
getting out in the sun. Uh, you know, uh, luckily, uh, I have lighter skin. So uh, when I go out, I do absorb vitamin D and I'm also taking it as a supplement. So um, I hope I hope that does help fight it because I am taking a lot of it. Um, and I also take flex seed oil. Flex seed oil, I believe, helps me uh, with digestion. Uh, again, a lot of stuff I take is for my digestion. It's to keep the gut moving, keep everything uh, flowing, and um, yeah, just keep it moving. I mean, I don't want it inside me once it's done. So um, it just everything that I'm doing it helps me uh, digest and move on. And now. Everything works much better. Uh, every morning, it's very healthy, and it's just been working for me. And I just want you guys to hear that. Um, I think it'll help uh, some people, right? Uh, you may not know what to do about your uh, stomach pains. You may just want to change your diet up a little bit. I say do it. If there's something that you want to do or you haven't done it yet, just do it. It's the easiest way to do that. That's how I started this podcast. I just sat down, threw the mic in front of me and started talking. And now I have uh, a podcast. And uh, so these are what I take for supplements. This is how I uh, basically eat every day. This is my diet, my my, my, my routine you know, in a nutshell. And, um, and I just want everybody to be healthy. That seems to be the, the biggest thing that's missed during all of this is nobody is talking about being healthy, changing your lifestyle to be a healthier person. And I believe that this is probably one of the most important things that we can all do for ourselves right now. Um, so give it a shot see if it works for you our skin is probably one of the biggest organisms i believe on our body i think the skin's bigger than any organ inside of us i'm pretty sure and a lot of people um you know there's a lot of soaps out there there's a lot of stuff um and where I do jujitsu and we were on the mats all the time. We always uh, sweaty, you know. I, I from Joe Rogan, um, uh, I learned about this soap and it's called Defense Soap. And this stuff has a, a, a live good bacteria in it. So when it gets on your skin, you are actually uh, killing off all the bad bacteria on your body that you would have gotten on the mats. Um, you know, I've been rolling now, well, five years, um, and uh, I've never gotten staff, you know, knock on wood. Um, I've never gotten anything uh, wrong with my skin, uh, stuff like that. And I, I blame it all on uh, defense soap. Uh, this stuff has been incredible. And just like the inside of our body, we got to take care of the outside of our body. Um, so I 
if you do jujitsu, uh, you do any type of activities where, you know, you get really sweaty, there's contact. I know we're not doing anything right now. Sports are kind of touch and go. Uh, obviously my jujitsu school is not open right now. It's, uh, still very depressing, um, of course, but you know, I, I do believe that they're going to open soon, but I use this soap, uh, to keep my skin healthy. And I don't just use it when I roll. I, I use it every day. Uh, I've, I've completely, um, it's the word I'm looking for. I've adopted it into my life. Um, so, and it's just been working for me very well. There are other soaps out there that are based off of the same idea. Defense soap, I think is one of the older ones. There's one before that too, but, um, great product. Uh, they got the, the, the wipes so that if you're in class and you can't get to a shower right away, you can wipe your face and your hands and your arms and your feet. You can wipe it all off with the one wipe. And then when you get home, you wash the rest when you get in the shower. Uh, they got creams, um, you know, the stuff that you put on a cut and then put a bandaid over it. What's that? Uh, Neosporin. They have a, they have, a, they have stuff like that too. So they literally get into all of that. So I have all their products. Uh, this is not an ad. This is just a way for you to take care of your skin as well as taking care of the inside of your body. And then of course the exercising and the running and the biking and anything else that you do is just going to help better your immune system. It's going to help better fight. Hopefully this coronavirus. So now I have to, now I feel that I have to keep uh, doing what I'm doing because I just don't want to, I don't want to get it. I want my immune system to be strong as it can be uh, to hopefully fight this off. If, if I do ever get it, um, of course, we don't want to get anything. I don't want to get the flu, but I get a flu shot. So I'm, I'm a vaccine person. If there's a vaccine for it, I'm going to take it because I feel that that is a step in the right direction of maybe controlling the virus and hopefully maybe one day eliminating it. Um, it it's not uh, unrealistic. They have killed off viruses that are now coming back because people are not vaccinating. So if that doesn't show you proof in the medicine, uh, I don't know what does. If we eradicate something and then it comes back because people aren't doing what they should have been doing to keep it eradicated, then doesn't that prove that it worked? Um, so I just, I think that's more of a positive than unfortunately the negative that goes behind vaccines and why people won't take them, which I'm not going to get into because it's a touchy subject and I'm not the person to talk to about that. I just believe in what I believe. And if you believe the same thing, great. If you don't, okay. Um, but yeah, so take care of your insides, your outsides and your muscles. Take care of everything. It's going to, I believe it's going to help us get beyond this so that we can get back to a norm which I don't think exists anymore. I think this is the norm and we need to get used to it and stop wishing that it's going to go back to the way it was because nothing ever goes back to the way it was once it changes. We just have to wait and see what it's going to turn out to be.
And this has been another episode of Talking with Topher. Please remember to subscribe and have a wonderful day. Talk to you later.